Hey, all you stoned zoners. You can now support this show with your actual real-life money. Go to patreon.com slash tvskevin and sign up for as little as $1 a month. $12 a year. You can make all the difference in the world to this show that you love. That's patreon.com slash tvskevin. Enjoy the show. From Easy A to Zombieland Z, this is Can We Get Emma Stone to Listen to This, the podcast that aims to answer exactly that. I'm your host, TV's Kevin Lanigan. No, it's not a sex thing. It's a challenge thing. Did the brave protesters of the Netflix original film Okja attempt to steal Okja from his captors do it? Because they wanted to pork the pork? No, they did it for the love of stealing pigs. This is episode 8 of The Stone Zone. We are hopping our way along to Battle of the Sexes, but I fear that Battle of the Sexes has sort of faded from the public consciousness because the world is sick. The world has caught oak jaw fever. I'm recording this episode on July 12th, the day after the first episode of The Stone Zone launched. And I gotta say, not happy with the way the show debuted because it was completely obscured from public view by that big old pig. The world has caught oak jaw fever. Everyone is talking about oak jaw. I see kids, it's July. I see kids building their Halloween costumes now, building them of oak jaw. And I ask them, well, how can you... It it is but July. The leaves have not even turned. Children, how can you already be preparing your Halloween costumes? And they say, Mr. Kevin, we love the Okja. They can't get enough of it. I saw Swamda John, hand on my chest, I saw one of those, like, Chinese New Year dragons being walking around the one with, like, 16 people inside of it, blocking traffic for miles, but it wasn't a dragon, it was Okja. The people love them, that Okja. It's completely shut down New York City because everyone is talking about Okja. Not just, you know, the, the liberal elite members of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences who are already preparing their Oscar speeches for Okja. And even if it is a category that Okja does not win, for instance, best, um movie not about a super pig, well, their speeches aren't going to be thanking their managers. They're going to be thanking Okja for the inspiration. New York has been brought to its knees in a way not seen since Cheng Yi Sao, the famed Chinese pirate, brought the Chinese government to its knees with the sheer might of her naval battalion Well, she's got a rival now, and that rival is a big old pig called Okja. Got on the bus the other day to go to work. Bus ain't moving. I say, buddy, been 10 minutes. We've been sitting right here. What is the holdup? And he's like, I'm sorry. I just, I just can't take the risk that if I gun on the gas, that I'm gonna hit Okja. He was in New York 
you saw the film? And I said, yes, I did. Of course I did. Everyone has seen Okja. We can't stop talking about Okja. But can we please go to the place where my job is? And he said, no, out of fear of harming Okja. Jake Gyllenhaal has been knighted for his performance. Not even British, but they broke the rule this once. This once for Okja. I witnessed the building of a large commercial cruise liner, specifically so that Tilda Swinton could christen it. The sales of baby pigs have gone up, and I'm looking at the exact number here, 4,000% since the debut of Okja. All charities have added Paul Dano's name to their letterhead out of reverence for the work that he did in Okja. The March of Dimes? Mm-mm. The March of Paul Dano's Dimes. And all those dimes go to Paul Dano. The Susan G. Komen Foundation? Try again. The Susan G. Paul Dano Komen Foundation. Recently witnessed the birth. No, comedy comes in threes. Jerry's Kids? Jerry Lewis's Charitable Foundation? Uh-uh. Try that one more again. Paul Dano's Jerry's Kids. Um, this is a personal story. I recently witnessed the birth of um, my first nephew, and it, and it meant a lot to me. And it was a it was a beautiful, beautiful moment that, and I was glad I was there for it, that I could share it with with my family, who means so much to me. And I would love to welcome Bong Joon Ho Lanigan to this world. I I don't think it was a mistake to name that child after the director of Okja, for Okja will be with us for all time. So, of course, Emma Stone has not listened to the podcast. She's been too busy watching Okja on a loop. I, I read in The Hollywood Reporter that, that Emma Stone got one of those clockwork orange, hold your eyes open, strap you to a chair machine just so that she could watch Okja over and over again without even the temporary interruption of a blink. Would that we all could afford such a machine. But alas... Some of us must slave away on their podcast day in and day out, and we cannot all sit in reverence of Okja. Let's go to letters. And this is Letters Peak. Behind the curtain, this is my first actual listener letter. The rest have been a big pile of horse shit that I've been shoveling you like Hercules. Look it up. Um, if you'd like to write into the show, you can send your mail to canwegetthispod at gmail.com, and I will indeed read your letter or your question live on the show, if you so choose. Unfortunately, this letter is not about Oakja. I guess not everything can be, even though it's that big pig's world and we're all just living in it. <clears throat> this letter is from Broadway Girl in a Big Big World. It says, Dear Kevin, here's what I know about Emma's connections. Hope it helps. I'm pretty well connected. My ex-boyfriend was convinced he could bring Jennifer Lawrence back to smoke weed with us after the Catching Fire premiere because he played drums in the premiere band. He was not successful. But Jennifer Lawrence and Emma Stone both won Oscars. I went to theater camp growing up, and I was not nearly as popular as the other talented kids, because I just don't think my falsetto cut it. Beanie, Jonah Hill's sister, was very popular and knows a lot of my friends. She is now on Broadway. Jonah Hill and Emma Stone were in Superbad together. 
One of the producers of La La Land is Ben Platt's dad, and the people who did La La Land also did Broadway's Dear Evan Hansen. Some theater students at NYU know them. My brother knows those theater people. Emma Stone was in La La Land. My best friend worked in casting for La La Land. She and TV's Kevin Lanigan alternated talking on a college radio show called Showtune Sunday with Cat Scott. While she and Kevin either haven't met or met while Cat was pretty drunk for her 21st birthday party, they may not be in contact. But I will have her write to you. She's moving to Ireland. I don't think Emma Stone is in Ireland. That's all I know. Good luck. Well, thank you, Broadway girl in a big, big world. Um, I appreciate this almost offering of helpful contacts. And you know what? That's better than anyone else has done for me so far. Quite, quite honestly. Um, sure, no one has brought forth to me a manager's number or a best friend's number or anything like that that could potentially be actually helpful in my pursuit of Miss Stone and getting in contact with Miss Stone and getting her to indeed listen to my podcast. But an almost offering of somewhat contacts is a pretty darn good alternative. Like, if I want to have broccoli as a side dish, if I've prepared a chicken breast, although I don't eat meat anymore after the phenomenal film Okja, um, but if I, if I want a side of broccoli, and I can't get that, but I can get the thought of broccoli, that's pretty good. I can sustain myself on thought for a long, long time. I'm already doing that with the thought of getting Emma Stone to listen to this podcast. Why not just keep that going a little bit longer and think about, again, this is another person who has pitched me, hey, why don't you get in contact with another famous person? so that you can get in contact with Emma Stone, as if the problem is that specifically Emma Stone I cannot get to. I could get to Tom Cruise, can't get to Emma Stone. Um, that's not... The issue is not specifically Emma Stone. I would be having this problem with any celebrity. Um, but yes, I will try and get in contact with Miss Jennifer Lawrence. Um, sure, have anybody write into the show that you think could get me further along into getting into contact with Emma Stone. I, th I think that this letter is theoretically on the right path in that it pitches me theoretical things that could possibly, one day, with some gumption, pay off. Now, I'd like to really see a real letter that really actually puts forward something that I can use. But thank you, Broadway girl, for your letter. Um, I will certainly try and get in contact with Beanie Hill? That's her, that's like her person name, Beanie Hill. And this is something they don't mention in the letter. Is she a hat? Is, like, you don't have to tell me if she's a hat. Is Jonah Hill's sister a, a hat? Maybe one with like a little propeller on it? Like a, a flounder and a Jacob Kelleher, hail and well met. Welcome again to the Stone Zone. It's always good to be back. I am also surprised I keep welcoming you back. I looked into uh, the Battle of the Sexes, the film uh, with Emma Stone and Sia Carell. What do you What do you got for me? When When I initially watched the trailer, I was like, "Ha ha, this is ridiculous." 
they are taking so many liberties. Then I looked into what it's based off of, and oh my gosh, they're not taking that many liberties. Like, it's based off an actual tennis match, which is just as insane as what is taking place in the film. Really? Well, that's exciting. Well, what a what a fascinating true story to be turned into a sort of docudrama fiction. Like, like, like not to do too many spoilers for the film itself, but I mean, like, it's based off of history. I can do whatever I want. Riggs was sponsored by Sugar Daddy. The the candy? The candy. The long-forgotten candy? Because there was the big Rick. ones, and they were Sugar Daddies, and then there were the small ones, and they were Sugar Babies, which implies yeah. that you give a baby money to have sex with you, uh, which is ludicrous because babies don't have an understanding of currency. I feel like that's not the... You know what? In the fight, um, he was, he was basically given a 50,000 to wear a sugar daddy jacket that he took off after only three games. So I'm not sure if he still got paid for that. But when King entered the court, she entered in the style of Cleopatra on a feather adorned. I'm getting this straight from Wikipedia. I'm citing my sources now. Yeah, that sounds, it sounds like you have citations in what you're saying. Yeah. On a feather adorned litter carried by four bare chested musclemen dressed in style of ancient slaves. Riggs entered the arena in a rickshaw drawn by scantily clad models. God, I hope this makes the final cut of the film. Riggs gave King a giant sugar daddy lollipop, and King responded by giving him a squealing piglet. Huh. Also, King decimated. Really? Okay, so spoiler, spoilers for the film. She's gonna come out on top then. There, there's no tension, but like, I feel like for a, at least in like, if she's gonna win or not. But looking down on this Wikipedia article, like there is so much more article after the match. Because, like, the big thing with this match is, like, the long-term effects on tennis, gender equality, and basically around every corner, they were trying to discredit King's victory. That's fascinating. I don't know where the film's going to end. The opening act could have the end of the match, and everything else is all of this. I have to imagine that the movie is going to be leading up to the match in sort of traditional sports movies. You know, Hollywood's going to do its thing and reach its little fingers in there and totally mix around this true story story and like there'll be a sniper trying to like kill Billie Jean King and she'll like uh get reacquainted with like her long lost daughter or something it'll they'll they'll throw in all these Hollywood elements shooting for that sweet sweet Oscar but Jacob I'd like to amend something that I said earlier what would you like to amend I sort of misdefined sugar baby breaking down the word it would more easily refer to a baby paying you to have sex with it Okay, I'm gonna, I can't gloss over that. I'm stopping you now. Sugar baby refers to the baby that's had through a sugar daddy. Okay, so it, it is, uh, so it's carrying on the lineage. It's like, um, yes. like in Superman you, Returns, how Superman's kid is yeah. super. If you have a sugar daddy, and through that it results in a pregnancy, that is called a sugar baby. Got, and we eat those. Well, no one does anymore, but we used to eat those. We used to eat basically just solidified caramel bricks, yes. If you consume a sugar baby, do you also gain the sugar power? Or if, um, I, if I take a bath in sugar babies, do I, like, stay young forever? Sort of like a, like a mirror-mirror situation? You sort of gain its power much in the same way, like, eating your twin in utero gains you abilities— like it's a short-term buff. Um, so it's just a it's a boon to this one combat. This combat, of course, referring to having more money than a young person desperate for money and using that advantage over them to make them have sex with you. Is that your plan? No. Okay. Well, that's good. That should that shouldn't be anyone's. 
You do not get paid to eat candy unless you're in the greatest job in the world. I have not looked at Forbes recently. I have to imagine that Emma Stone makes a little bit more money than I do. Maybe she could be the sugar daddy. She could be my sugar sh mommy. Is sugar daddy a neutral term? I believe it's sugar mama um, because sugar mommy um, sort of has a weird, I don't know, it just doesn't sound good, but we sort of make it colloquial and a bit Southern, uh, and call it sugar mama. Um, I just Googled sugar daddy, hoping to get like the definition. Yeah. What came up first was a website. Oh no, 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 no. A dating site. Jacob. About finding them? Seeking arrangement. Nope. Here we go. Sugar daddies, sugar mamas, but there's also sugar baby female, sugar baby male. What are those headings? I'm afraid to click. So, okay, but by the previous definition, a sugar baby is had by a sugar daddy. Is this sort of like a misconnections, you may be my long lost daughter kind of website? Or is this like, I am an old man with money, let's make something happen, and there are, and there are no women on the site? Wait a minute, I think I understand now. I, uh, retcon. Sure. I think sugar baby is the parallel. It's the mate. Oh, Oh, that's so weird and gross. Oh, I'm I'm curled in a ball. We as a society have messed up tremendously. That's when we so have suddenly gross. decided that oh my gosh, I need to clear my history. I just realized I was on that site for way too long. I am um, going to oh oh I'm gonna throw up that pizza that I oh no uh, oh daddy like, no yeah when we as a society have decided that daddy is a sexual term we've messed up as a species we fucked like, up our extinction event cannot occur fast enough in my opinion and here is more evidence that i went to urban dictionary the site i was originally looking for sure and here is its definition no. word for word submitted by shin back in 2004 thanks shin like a genie he may be a little old but if a girl rubs his lamp, he'll grant her wishes. Ah, yes. Okay, sure. That, yeah, kind of, that's a, that's sort of an artful, not a good dictionary definition, urban or no. Fascinating. Here's the example. No. She uses her sugar daddy for his money, but he sure gets some service in return. Jacob, I know, um, and this can be a character statement for you on the record, that you spend little to no time on pornographic websites. Um, I don't know if you want to get on the record about that. I mean, like, I feel like... Find your nearest I, Bible, put your hand on it. I feel like I can go on record as saying, like, yeah, I probably spend less time on pornographic websites than most. I don't know if you, you've sort of been privy to, to the, to the moving and shaking of that industry. There is an exorbitant amount of, like, familial pornography where the, where instead of a pizza boy or a plumber... It's, it's all stepsons now. All right, I found definition number two, which is five para- six, seven, seven paragraphs. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I'm not, I'm not gonna read it. Okay. I am gonna vote it up because this guy deserves to be number one. Not this jerk. Not that dirty limerick fella. We here on Stone Zone, I'm gonna go ahead and speak for the entire podcast. Please do. Our hashtag team Trinity Wonders, who <laughs> submitted his definition 2006. Can we get that hashtag going? Take to the, take to the social media platform of your choice. Hashtag team Trinity Wonders. Let's get, let's get this urban upvote going. Now, how can we use this information to get Emma Stone to listen to a podcast? I think what we do is we need to make this information known to the world. Mm. We need to rip off the veil and show the world its ugly underneath side. 
because only then will Emma Stone realize that people are terrible and you're not that bad. Sure, I, comparably, I'm doing all right. Like when she sees, like, oh my gosh, uh, I love, I love listening to these podcasts. What podcast should I listen to? Oh, probably not the one where the author wants to bone his sister. Let's listen to the one where the author doesn't want to bone his sister. Right, exactly. That's, and I think that's that's really my charm is like I'm better than most. I wouldn't call yeah. me good, but I'm better than most. I also feel like I need to go on record that this was not the original like concept I came into with today. Well, it's what has happened. Yeah. And I think we we have an obligation to explore it. We have spiraled out of control horribly. Yeah. But I just feel like the audience needs to know my intention today was not to shame the human race. You brought this upon yourself. No, we did that, and we have so much to answer for. I, I don't want to kink shame. Yeah. But I feel like someone has to. Listen. I feel like someone needs to at this point. The And I, I'm just going to kind of throw this out there. The other day I got legitimately frightened that a future Republican Party nomination would come down between a all-out battle between Kid Rock and The Rock. Um, I think the human experiment could have gone better. Wait, I need to know. Is that joke? Kid Rock for Senate is a website that does exist right now that was officially created by Kid Rock. The Rock, being a political candidate, is um, something that he has sort of floated out there but has never really followed up upon. And being the biggest movie star in the entire world, um, he doesn't really need to run for office right now. It would be a sort of a bad career move. But um, there is... A, a website, not Rock the Vote, which would be the obvious one. It's called, like, Turn Up the Rock or something like that. And it is a, webs a, a political website registered for the Rock by, like, a West Virginian journalist. And so, right. given that those two people could potentially be running for office, or that even when they joked about it, I believed it, means the human experiment could have gone better. Man. Yeah. I, this whole conversation, and Jacob, you are one of my best friends in the entire world, hands down. Um, this whole conversation has just tremendously bummed me out. Like, I, I feel like, as of late, I'm questioning if life is a dream way more often than I usually am. It's like, just now, the battle of the sexes, cutting back to the original thing. I didn't think what I saw in the trailer could even be real. I learned it was more ridiculous. Exquisitely. it Like, if they had put the real events on screen, you wouldn't believe it. Which is kind of how I feel about, like, everything that happens every day now. I know. It's honestly one of those things that I'm just waiting desperately for Ashton Kutcher to come around the corner saying, gotcha. I really like, want, like, need someone that I'm talking to to stop their funny voice and then start speaking in Jamie Kennedy's voice so that he can say, you've been X'd, you're on my hidden camera show, the Jamie Kennedy experiment. Like, it's like Life is the Truman Show and suddenly we, it's like season eight, ratings are down, so they're trying something new. We're, we're the Truman Show and everyone's Truman. No one's in on it, we're all Truman. Truman and there's like one Ed Harris and a Paul Giamatti sitting in the moon just like clapping their fingers together and the rest of us are like do you know what the fuck is going on do you know what's going on I don't understand I think that's the answer Kevin go on you need to copyright the newspapers you need to ensure that 10 years from now 
you have exclusive uh, copyright on the events that are transpired. That I have the life rights to Kid Rock's campaign movie. The primary yes. colors of Kid Rock. Because Emma Stone agreed to do Battle of the Sexes. Oh my god. Which I imagine was probably the most ridiculous event that transpired prior to my birth. Sure, yeah, that was it. That was it. Like, there's so many other things, but none of them uh, compare to uh, insane tennis match con test whatever but insane tennis match contest i understood tennis a little bit long ago it's been a while since a mario tennis game came out and i i don't blame you for forgetting the rules to tennis yeah. all i remember is that when you have no points you at least have love well wow, that's that's nice that tennis is sort of that comforting warm blanket for us so you're because i've i've long wanted to write the film script for that great maple syrup heist that happened a few years ago and i've wanted to write a movie about the the very real life group of people called the Baker Street Irregulars, um, which featured Roald Dahl and actor Christopher Lee from the Lord of the Rings and was a spy organization uh, specifically instructed by Winston Churchill to burn Europe to the ground or to set Europe ablaze and also featured Ian Fleming and the real-life people that would go on to become James Bond and M and Vesper Lind and, and this was a real-life thing that happened so I just need to be spitting out a bunch of garbage scripts based on crazy real-life stuff so that I am the guy and I need to email it to everyone so that they can't prove that they didn't see it Vern in episode exactly. two gave me very good instructions on how to write emails i need to i'll churn out the scripts for like the the donald trump jr thing that happened this past weekend and and the fact that i just said the donald trump jr thing and that this episode will come out like six to seven weeks from now it could be events. it could be talking about a hundred different things that I don't even know about when we're recording this on July 15th that could that could transpire between here and now. So I need to be writing basically a full movie script a day to keep up with the current news cycle. Life is stranger than fiction. So you need to start bottling life in these little jars, letting these jars out into the world, and then eventually, just through chaos theory and statistics alone, Emma Stone... We'll audition for one of those things. If I am and all the interesting movies, she's gotta come to me. Or start doing bad films. Or start I, doing bad films. And you know what? That's when you have to be all the bad films too. Sure. I can I can crank out um, you know, I'll just get a comedy partner and we'll just you know, we'll think of every, like, what if, we'll just basically remake all the Wayans Brothers films. And it's like, what if I, I, we were ladies? What if one of us was a midget? What if we did horror films, but everybody barfed a bunch? We need to give you a little heads up, Kevin. There is a significant time limit on this. Kid Rock is running for Senate. I got until, like, 20. 20. If that, you have a very limited time frame to make this dream a reality. Like, I used to, like, believe, like, there's no way Kevin can fail. He will have an infinite amount of time, an infinite amount of chances. Your time has just got a lot more limited. I like where we're going with this. Now, Kevin, I do feel obligated to ask you another thing. This episode, if it comes out in September, is likely to be episode number nine? Uh, eight or nine. My question to you is... Have you taken any of our advice yet? Have you tried any of the things we have pushed forward? Um. W w well. Um. 
I I've been working on Cine Kevin, the the YouTube uh, channel, um, and um, I definitely sent all of the emails, and I shit. <laughs> I've just been brainstorming and not actually doing any of these plans. Whole, that's a pretty fatal flaw in my strategy. I mean, these are all really good plans. These are solid plans. The listeners haven't even heard the best plans. Let's just foreshadow Slime Quarters real fast. It's slime Quarters. I forgot about Slime Quarters. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 where this show goes right off the fucking rails. <laughs> listeners have that to look forward to. Have no fears, listeners. We've got stories for years. We can do this. We just have to start doing it. Did you enjoy that? Did you? You better, because I spent good money on that last segment. And somehow that's your fault. I don't have a personality, and I make up for that by spending lots of money on this show for you. And that's your fault. I have been TV's Kevin Lanigan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TV's Kevin Lanigan. You can follow the show at Can We Get This Pod. And if you want your real life letter read live on the show, send your emails to canwegetthispod at gmail.com. My guest this week was Jacob Kelleher. You can check him out at Kelly Harold. And hey, head on over to his YouTube page of the same name and you can hear a weekly stream of Dungeons & Dragons called Total Party Chaos that whew, I'm also in. Funny that. And here for you right now is a Patreon shout-out. Oh, God! This shout-out goes to, uh, to a very special boy um, named Josh Holcomb. Josh Holcomb, your generous donation has netted you this shout-out at the end of the show. Oh, jeez! I sure do appreciate it. You daggum good guy made out of angel dust. Aw, jeez. We will be back next week with another exquisite strategy to get Emma Stone to listen to this show. But until then, we will end this episode as we end every episode. (laughs) Emma, don't go. Stay. Listen, won't you? This has been a Talk Back Podcast. 
Ladies, we all know the best part of the day is when you finally get home and get rid of the one thing you've been dreaming of ditching for hours, your bra. If you're like me, sometimes you don't even make it to the front door. Hi, I'm Erin Whitehead, host of the Braless Podcast, where once a week I kick back, relax, and have fun conversations with different guests about all kinds of topics. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join me on the Braless Podcast, unhooked and unleashed. Hey, all you stoned zoners. You can now support this show with your actual real-life money. Go to patreon.com slash TV's Kevin and sign up for as little as $1 a month, $12 a year. You can make all the difference in the world to this show that you love. That's patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Audio log for Dave Tolkien. I am here uh, completing my father's lost works. He has a closet full of unused manuscripts that I am going to sort through in an attempt to find some to sell to the world that has been drastically missing the work of my father. Um, I guess let's go through it one at a time. Um, Here's the first one. In and out again, a hobbit's tale. Oh, daddy, no. Oh, Daddy, that's not a good book. Okay, we're not we're not gonna use that one. Uh, let's let's just try another from the random pile. Um, let's see, Brer Rabbit and the Fuck Patch. Oh, Daddy! Oh, Daddy, no! Oh, Daddy was a dirty boy. Okay, you know, let's try a different box. Um, let's see if we get some better suggestions from like a compl- maybe that was his fuck box. Um. Dick me, Bilbo Baggins! Oh, Daddy, please! Daddy, stop! Daddy was a dirty boy! Oh, Daddy, that's not good! Oh, Daddy, no! Alright, let's try- Ooh, this one's big and thick. Daddy liked him big and thick. Let's see if this one's good. The Spermarillion! Oh, Daddy, why? Oh, Daddy, stop! Okay, this one, tucked high up on a shelf. Tom bump a dildo in my butt! Oh, Daddy! Oh, Daddy, stop! Daddy, you were so naughty! Okay, this one looks clean, it looks nice, it looks usable. Frodo and Sam. Coming soon! Oh, Daddy, why'd you have to ruin it, Daddy? Oh, God, Daddy, this is all I have to remember you by! You're a silly Daddy! You are a naughty Daddy! No! So, I've dug to the deepest, darkest parts of this closet. And I have found what looks to be like a poem that my father wrote to say goodbye to me, Dave Tolkien. Dad, I didn't... Let's just, let's just read it. Let's just read it. My dearest son, our time together is precious to me. And I hope that what you remember of me are the good times, not the bad. I hope you remember the times I made you laugh, that I brought you joy, the times that we went to the park together. I hope those are the times that you have after I pass on. And I will pass on, son, the time that comes for all men. Just like my dick! Oh, daddy, 